0: There's questions coming in for you, Peter, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle those later. But shall we welcome to the stage? Shall we? Shall we move along and welcome to the stage, uh, Doctor Peter Bell Rollins. And doctor, also another doctor. imagine? Doctor, my favourite doctor, Barry Taylor. Um, I better be your second favourite doctor. No, I don't have any favourites. You can all fuck off. Oh, only joking. Only joking. Take a steal, Mr. Barry Taylor. Round of applause? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, that was beautiful, man. Yeah. I'm in my happy place. This is just so lovely. I've also been drinking, but. Um, and, and, and Phil Harrison provided a lot of this beer, so it's well done, it's not your Patreon money yet. It's his uh, generosity. Thank you, sir.
1: Well, I want to go back to the, the actually the beginning of all of this and to the title for, for this year, mm-hmm. which is Into the Chaosmos. And chaosmos is a, a word coined by uh, another great Irishman, James Joyce. Another great Irishman.
0: Yeah. I like that. I should have, I should not have made a comment. I should have just let that yeah. let that slide. You, but uh, did you hear
1: that? Yeah, another was, great I was, Irishman. I was talking about. I was talking about Duke. Uh, Duke oh, Damn. Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, Joyce had this really interesting way. I, uh, it's been said that he crafted particular language for his characters. You know, in that kind of stream of consciousness experimental way. Also, the words that he created were also intended to kind of capture the sort of pre-verbal uh, th- thoughts and feelings uh, uh, of the reader. Yep. And so he, he, he coins this word, one of many, chaosmos, which is this blend of chaos and the cosmos. And he gets picked up uh, by any number of people, but, but particularly Deleuze, Lacan, do a lot of work with this. And, and that's the, the word that you've picked and you're inviting us all into in, in this uh, iteration uh, of wake. So you're inviting us into the chaosmos, but, but I think into a particular version of the chaosmos, which begins and ends with this concept of the death of God? Is that, is that ultimately what...
0: Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, and
1: we're yeah, yeah. back in, is that,
0: you know, for Lacan... Yeah. So Joyce was a psychotic. she had a psychotic structure. And for Lacan, Joyce cured himself through writing. Yeah. His cure was writing. And he basically... So, so if Joyce was a psychotic, which he was, he, he was inundated with primal, primal agony. Yeah. He had this experience. And he was able to create a language yeah. that was so... Chaos, chaosmotic. Yeah, that um, that that he cured himself. That's Lacan's kind of claim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, anyway, I just mean, that in. Uh, isn't personally, I
1: think that's what music does. Anyway, I think that's why music is so popular for people because yeah. I think it actually is. It's a kind of de-traumatizing. Yes, it's work. an alphabetizing. Yes, alphabetizing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, it, so, uh, so, uh, in your your version of chaosmos, mm-hmm. the entry point is. The death of God. Yes, that's that's where it all begins. So, I I guess in a really sort of blunt way, if you're not, how do you get there? Mm -hmm. How do you get to that point where you you see? Because you know we live in an era where God as a concept is up in the air for lots of people in lots of different ways. Yeah, but people are still sort of trying to find some version of God, yes. you're saying something entirely different, or yes. we're saying something yes. entirely different, which is that you kind of have to get over that. Yes,
0: and the, yes.
1: Well, go ahead. No, but so where does that begin? Yeah. Like what's the what's the, the catalyst, if you like?
0: And So here's the thing, if,
1: and I've
0: kind of like, and you know this and yeah. other people you've been listening yeah. to me last year, like I'm increasingly immersed in Hegel. I've yeah. come back to Hegel for the first time or whatever. Sure. And for Hegel, the death of God has already happened. And for, right. for Nietzsche as well, sure. I want to come back to that. But so for Hegel, not for individuals as such, but in history, in yeah. our science, in our humanities, like if the event has happened. Yeah. And I want, to, I, want, I want to touch on that because in a sense, if you imagine if there's a fundamentalist, you think you're certain. Yeah. Because you're young and everybody around you agrees with you. And so mm. you think you're right. Yeah. And then one day, as a teenager, you encounter someone smarter than you who disagrees with you yeah. and has all of these better arguments than you. You have two options. That event has happened. You are now decentered, destabilized. Yeah. You can either go into it and go, Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I've got to rethink things. Yeah. Or you can close your ears and go and start reading Josh McDowell and just and throw yourself into sure. certainty and whatever. But the certainty that comes after that event is different from the certainty that came before it. Sure. And one of the, the, the textures is the certainty that comes after it is you get really angry when people disagree with you. Yeah. You don't like to be around difference. You don't, you're, you're obsessed with reading people who agree with you. Yeah. You create new purity cultures. I, yeah. I wanna get into that. Actually, we, we yeah. live in a new purity cultures yeah. of like only wanting to be around people who think like us yeah. and act like us and look like us. And if, if Hegel is right, The point of the 20th century, and the reason why we have totalitarian leaders Mm. like Stalin or whatever, is precisely because that's a reaction formation. Historically, we're now in the era of a non-divided other. We know it. We don't know it consciously. This is why Lacan says God is unconscious. We don't know it consciously, but unconsciously we know there is no undivided other. That is in everything, in the art, in the history, in the literature, in the science. But we deny the reality. Yeah. By the way, he, uh, Nietzsche, as you know, says, after the Buddha died, it is said that the shadow of the Buddha remained on a cave wall for thousands of years. Yeah. We must not only get rid of God, but yeah. must also get, get rid, rid of, of the, the shadow. shadow of God. Yeah. And the shadow of God is the unconscious God, commodity fetishism, et sure. cetera, et cetera. So, um, uh, yeah, also all of this is that we, um, the event has happened. We are in denial of it. So we see totalitarianism. And yeah. the issue with totalitarianism is it's never totalitarian enough. There always has to be someone who's excluded from the total. Sure. So there is the scapegoat, the, the, the figure of the Jew within yeah. fascism. So totalitarianism is an attempt to deny the divided nature of reality. Yeah. But it can never do it. It always has to have a scapegoat. And um, so all of this is to say that we don't have to this is the point of paro-theology. Yeah. We actually don't have to get to the point of the death of God. It's already happened. That's why I was talking about primal yeah. agony. It's already occurred. Yeah. We just have to get the point where we can symbolize the real of it. We can put it into symbolic. That's the 21st century. Yeah. If the 19th century is the death of God and the 20th century is the denial of the death of God, the 21st century is the confrontation with it and then the God beyond God. Yeah, yeah, which we haven't got to.
1: Yeah, well, we're not going to get yeah, to. Yeah, that no, no, we're not going that, to that, that. No, yeah, yeah, gonna yeah, get to. Yeah. We're, yeah. yeah. we're not mm. going to get to that this week mm. because that. Yeah. So um, what? Uh, so what would you? So what would you say to somebody who is wrestling through this whole notion of uh, 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 the events happened, the death of God is. <laughs> dead and buried yeah. it's done you know we're, we're in the aftermath of that yeah. uh, which I think is an important sort yes. of idea to, it's like to, a beta
0: so. element that's the beta element of, of the 20th century the yeah. beta element is the unsymbolizable event yeah. of the trauma that is our freedom
1: Yeah.
0: and that's what anxiety is that's why psychoanalysis is yeah. birthed in the 20th century because yeah. we know neurosis is born anxiety is born that, that is a modern phenomenon that uh, is that is the denial of freedom yeah, yeah, anxiety yeah. is the denial of freedom Well, deni- anxiety is our freedom but panic is the denial of anxiety
1: yeah 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 that's i, mm. I mean and again but no but those words are important yeah they're I all important, I, yeah, I, important you know again. i mean we're I, I, ducks in a row. yeah, <laughs> yeah I think, well i think yeah. we also don't take language seriously enough sometimes and we you know interchange those yes. things and there's a big difference between anxiety and panic yes and, yeah and how they manifest and what what they offer to us as, yes. as as people. And
0: by the way, that's why
1: as you know, but like, that's why
0: for Kierkegaard,
1: yeah.
0: anxiety is our freedom. Like yeah. anxiety is not something bad. It is the evidence that you experience life not knowing what you should do. Should I yeah. stay in? Should I go out? Should I have fun? Should I not? Should I call my mum? Should I not? Like anxiety is the evidence of our spirit, of our yeah. freedom. And so for Kierkegaard, we don't, we should not try to get rid of it we have to find a way to accept it. And for me, in a way, panic is the the attempt to deny anxiety.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I was just sitting there thinking, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're sort of saying, yeah, you've got to get around the death of God, but or you've got to come to terms with that. But really, when it comes right down to it, what you're talking about, it isn't just uh, getting your head around a particular idea. It's actually beginning the process of completely reframing the way you understand the whole of life yes and its purpose if purpose is the right word to use right yeah so what what do you think that uh for you so uh, actually i'll I'll put it in a a slightly different way so pyro theology what's what are you setting fire to Mm -hmm. and what are you trying to light in the pyro part yes And what's the theology in pyrotheology? Does that make sense? Yes. So what are those, if if we're looking towards this, and we're heading in the next three days towards not only thinking in the beginning about into the chaosmos, but then deeper into it so that we can learn how to think about our lives differently. Yes. What are the two elements that come together in pyrotheology that uh, you are both, if you like, burning down and stirring up? Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, No, absolutely. And yeah. the theological side, and that's
0: why I've always, even though I'm trained in philosophy, it's a yeah. theological event because theology is a theory and a technology. Yeah. You don't just think. You go to a community once a week, yeah. in fact, twice a week, maybe three times a week, and you do it for the whole of your life. I, I believe in a, in a collective of the contradiction sure. that we find it so hard to accept our freedom to feel this anxiety that we need a place where we go, a desert in the oasis of life, a place we go where there's art, there's song, there's poetry, there's preaching that helps us to see that we are the symptom of the universe. We are the ticks and grimaces of reality itself. We are the contrary, we are the not within reality. Yeah. It's so hard for us to accept that, that we need every week to go somewhere and you can't do psychoanalysis because it costs a lot of money. Yeah, So you go to a place on a Sunday morning, it's kind of free. And you have art and music and et cetera. It already has a communal dimension built into it. So yeah. that's why it's theology. And theology is always interested in the absolute. What is the, what is the very core of reality? Yeah. Um, and the pyro is the very core of reality, is fire, which yeah. it burns. So fire is a weird between being and nothingness. So after sure. the fire, there's nothing. Before the fire, there's wood. You know, fire is this, you could almost say a contradiction. Of, like, sure. of 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 being and nothingness. So the pyro theology is the living in the fire of the contradiction in a collective. With art, that's why we with wake have music. Yeah. you have Duke playing because it's it's not an intellectual thing. It's something you want enters into existentially. and and i want to make a distinction between community and communion so community is a group of people who are gathered around around something they share a community we are gathered around dark plane or snooker or or comedy whatever we're we're gathered around what we share in common yeah Uh, um, a communion is gathered around a shared lack so a communion is the death of god you get together you have a meal and remember the loss of god sure um and I, I call our, uh, parotheology is about a communion yeah. where a group of people are gathered around a shared loss. And my worry, and I've talked to you about this, I'm to interested to see what you think, but is we live in a revival of purity culture. Yeah. And there's, there, for me, there's three big reasons that are interconnected and people don't make this connection with yeah. history. So one is COVID. Right? Yeah. So that's literal. It's like people, germs. There's sure. something physically I don't want to be close to you because physically yeah. you might give me COVID. Right. So that's a very, that's a very literal, base form of purity culture. Yeah. I want to protect myself from the dirt. Yeah. Connected to that is technology, where these tech companies are offering algorithms that will allow me to only hang about with people who are like, or like yeah. me, the pure, the right, the correct. And I only encounter the other as a monster, sure. as, a, as an absolute horrible yeah. other. And then thirdly, the purity culture of politics at the moment, where yeah. then politically we are in these silos. Yeah. Those are all interconnected for me. And the whole thing of chaosmos and yeah. why I wanted to do chaosmos is if we do not learn <laughs> to see the chaos in cosmos, sure. the dark within light, yeah. the dirt within the clean, the, the impure within the pure, we will move from conflict to war. War yeah. is the inability to have conflict. Yeah, yeah, War yeah. is where I don't, I can't be in conflict, yeah. so I want to kill you. Yeah, yeah. And I think we are dangerously close.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think it's a. I, I actually really completely agree with you in in all of those aspects, and and I think it's one of the things that it's interesting to me that if you sort of you go back as um, particularly Western society, but let's just say the whole world has has become more modernized we've also become more obsessed with uh the clean yeah um and and particularly in in the west where people are you know so afraid or so never near dirt yes that you know i mean you have people that 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 are are life coaches and they tell people you know take your shoes off and walk on grass like Mm. it's some big revelation that you actually would put your feet on on Earth and not on on concrete, you know, yeah. you know what I mean, and and I, and I think it's it's reflective of uh, a kind of internal distancing from 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 dirt, and we've talked a lot about you know purity and impure, yes. and 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 the the tendency for uh, particular versions of religion that focus on an obsession with purity yeah. and that's i mean that's a big that's a big part of the judeo-christian yeah. dynamic I mean, is this it goes,
0: it goes back yeah. right to the beginnings of civilization yeah. the beginnings of religion and the beginnings of civilization are yeah. what to do with excrement
1: what yeah. to do with yeah, waste. what to
0: do with shit. yeah what's the shit? i mean that's, that's you can literally date the beginning of civilization yeah. to kind of those questions yeah. religion has always been tied to what is pure what is impure yeah. what is clean what is unclean civilization mm. has always been tied to that but it's and it's interesting how that continues to grow and then within tech that's why sci-fi movies are always yeah. so sterile yeah. and Apple has a sterile morgue aesthetic As yeah. it's always promising more sterility more purity more escape from basically what Hegel calls beautiful soul yeah. where you put your own monstrosity onto the other yeah, like yeah, the yeah. monsters under the bed because yeah. it isn't in you and that, but the interesting thing is, the critique of purity culture is also within religion. It comes yeah. out of religion. Yeah, yeah, you know, the idea yeah, yeah. That, that who's in is out, who's yeah. pure is impure, and that's what I mean by the death of God. That's what that's what Luther was doing. Interestingly, yeah. who's in, who's out, who's clean is unclean, problematizes <laughs> our. Yeah. Or purity narratives, you know? yeah, and a man who was
1: famous for mm. um, his views on shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: not, and that, that's a great connection. That's, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, with, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I, I, I think it, it's it's a, a really a really key <clears throat> a key thing because the, the the chaos in the chaosmos is the the, the impure, and and it's it, it gets then at the heart of the whole impulse of forms of religion that want uh, completion yeah certainty satisfaction uh, absolute in, a, in a, you know a, a, a world that you know the beginning and the end of yes. you know the parameters yes. and the boundaries and, and, and the, that's limits the modern of world that's It's the modern, modern world, world. So yeah. the, when Marx, well, this is yeah. i mean that's the that, that's almost the folly yeah. of the western experiment yeah. is our attempt to sort of map the world in such a way that it's all within our purview and our control yes, yes and along comes covid and suddenly you go oh yeah we're not as in control as we thought we yes. were yes yeah
0: no and like that's the whole thing that the idea of wholeness and i you know we do, is that it's never whole enough it always has to have a scapegoat it always yeah. has to have another who problematizes that's that's in my camp you see it all the time yeah. is that there is a wholeness a completeness a purity and then there's a virus that comes in and, and threatens it yeah. and there always has to be something we have to exclude for the fantasy the utopia of a wholeness and a completeness yeah. and that's why for me that utopic thinking always
1: ultimately kind of ends in in utter destruction yeah um, yeah yeah and I think yeah I, I don't know why but when I was when I was flying over here I mm-hmm. I, 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 I in my head I you know, there's a quote from Bataille, you know, stop making sense. But there's also a talking head song, you know, oh, yeah. stop, <laughs> stop making sense. And, and, and I, I, I think one of the interesting things in the last year are all the various ways people are trying to make sense of the chaos that is COVID. like mm. trying to understand everything about it, when really uh, it's beyond our understanding how some of this stuff happens in life it's part of life that there's the impure is always yeah. it's yeah. always there lurking yeah, beneath the surface yes. uh, and i think coming to terms yeah. with that but my big the, thing which i think might agree with is
0: my yeah. thing is like I'm, the reason why i'm not a mystic so the yeah. mystic has the notion of there's stuff that's unknown. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, whereas, and I'm not a mystic, because I'm going yeah. like, no, we do know the, the we do have the truth, and the truth is not that the universe is unknown, but is unknowing. Yeah. Like, w- whenever Godel comes to the incompleteness theorem, that is an insight into ontology, into the very nature yeah. of reality. So that's why I've mean, I'm I've become increasingly, even though my first book was actually on mysticism, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've become increasingly, I, w- I want to kind of make a claim that our unknowing is not a lack of knowledge, but a knowledge of lack.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, co- yeah. I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, th- I think it, the 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 kind of general sort of mysticism thing is tied to sort of absolutism anyway. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a similar co- it's a similar it's a yes. it's the end of a particular conversation yes, about which, God,
0: which was part of the history. Yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. a Hegelian, which I am, is this is all a necessary part of history, and the yeah. the, the the mystics actually had a deep insight yeah, and the movement. And and there, and there, this is in Heraclitus as well, but yeah. it's it's in the modern period when we yeah. come to Darwin, when we come to Einstein, mm-hmm. when we come to Godel, when we come to these notions. Democracy was very early on, so we got there quite quickly in some respects. But oh, can I talk about the Hegelian monarchs nice. very quickly? I love this. So Hegel has this defense of the monarchy. I think where the left went wrong, by the way, is when they stop reading Hegel's religion, and they stop reading Hegel's notion of the state. Hegel defends the monarchy, <laughs> <laughs> and he said, That's great. And why am I shutting down? No, no, I'm yeah, you know that. that <laughs> no, I'm yeah. kidding. So Hegel's defense of the modern monarchy is yeah. he says that the modern monarchy eventually can become um, a coagulation of contradiction. They are the most powerful group in society or individual society, and yet utterly powerless. Yeah. So his notion of the monarch is someone who just countersigns the will of the people. So so they're beyond a president or a prime minister who has interests, who who puts positions forward. Literally, the place of the modern monarch is to have no, literally, can be completely impotent, completely powerless, and simply countersign the will of the divided people. So ultimately, the Hegelian monarch is, we would go into a pub, find someone and say, oh, you're the monarch for a year. Sure. Um, that's the Hege- and that's the Hegelian God. The Hegelian God is the absolute coagulation of utter power and utter powerlessness
1: in one moment. Which might have theological reference points, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's why I connected with Luther, you know, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, Which yeah. is yeah. interesting because mm. um, Caputo has been doing work with Luther. Oh, yeah, uh, as yeah, well, yeah. And, yeah. And Christ yeah. in Cosmos, which is an interesting... Development and uh, but again, I I, th- I think what what some of this is about um, is the the notion of the death of God for for a lot for a lot for too long has been largely centered around a kind of Nietzschean understanding of that, mm-hmm. and I think what you what you've sort of talked about tonight and what's developing around us as well is a, a, a kind of stretching out of those that story that 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 appears and then disappears in the trajectory of God in, in our cultural history. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's like, it appears Paul, then it sort of disappears. You know, we become fascinated with all the other things that yeah. fascinate us. Paganism, because,
0: Gnosticism, yeah. to be honest. I think I think after Paul's insight, we just get Gnosticism for a
1: while. of years. still so not, not
0: completely till Luther, but Luther well, kind because of... Because it, you know.
1: it does get down to that very core notion uh, that the, 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 probably the deepest trauma... In all of us is that oh f- fuck yeah we are alone in the universe yeah in 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 except we have each other yes but we're you know what i mean but, so we're but alone we, and all alone so we are not yeah. alone because we're all alone yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and i think that's why it, it becomes a very difficult it gets lost in the in the business the business of religion can't handle obviously I don't think can handle the death of God. You, you have to separate the business of religion, yeah. the structuring of religion in a particular way from the death of God. Because if you don't, it gets lost yeah. for a, a century, yeah. a few centuries, but it comes back. But, but it's,
0: And, and, and the, the, my thing is, like, I don't have no problems with religion. My no. issue is secularism because my issue is the commodity well, that's is the a new God. And Adam Smith, when he talks about the invisible hand of the market, yeah. he actually he says very clearly the invisible hand of the market is our our stupid belief that commodities will make us whole and complete. Right? Yeah, yeah, he basically yeah. says, he says the whole of the whole system works on this utter ridiculous idea yeah. that um and that's the invisible hand of the market. It's basically a theological concept is we're fueled by this constant striving for. Commodity satisfaction yeah. for an undivided commodity that will fill the divide, like me collecting magazines and wanting every magazine, because if I can get that final magazine, it's not the gap in the magazines I care about, it's the gap within me, you know? So um, and that's 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 the the Nietzschean thing, I think. Yeah. Is it is that we're still obsessed and that that is the denial of the death of God right there.
1: Yeah. You know. All right. So we begin tonight. We're entering into the chaosmos, and we begin with the death of God. Where are we going from here?
0: So it's now how do we confront that? How, we put, how do we put the real of the death of God into the symbolic? How do we confront the divided nature of reality? How do, we, uh, how do we bear the weight of our emancipation and of our freedom instead of fleeing from it and trying to find some sort of psychedelic commodity, sexual satisfaction that's going to fix everything? And I like all of those things. <laughs> I can't wait till I have sex. So I'm sure it's very good, you know. Yeah. But, um, but it, you know, but it's like, it, it, there's a certain way waited d- this one. I know. So <laughs> there's a certain dividedness that we have to, but it's not even, and you know this but for everybody. Yeah, yeah. The whole point, you know, the, 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 the argument of someone like Todd McGowan of capitalism is it works precisely because it doesn't. It works because actually we all get our enjoyment from not getting, we don't yeah. realize it, but that's where we get it. We get it from things not working and from struggling, and, but we don't enjoy our enjoyment. We fantasize that our enjoyment is in the sacrifice of sacrifice or when I retire and get to the beach sure. and whatever. Yeah. We don't realize that enjoyment is precisely woven into sacrifice and gift, that, that what makes life enjoyable is our sacrifice. And the problem of our society is simply a lot of people sacrifice for the very few. Yeah. What we don't want is to get rid of sacrifice. What we want is to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. When in I love in, in Ireland, everyone buys a round. That's a gift. Yeah. You know, you, you buy a round, but but it's an economy of gifts. Someone yeah. else will buy a round, sure. and and through that sacrifice that is that that moves through society, there is meaning. Their friendships are maintained. Yeah. All of that, um, and so. The whole point is, it's it's already not getting and not achieving is where all the enjoyment is. We just have to somehow directly embrace, embrace that. that fact. Yeah. yeah,
1: and that's I, I get. A oh, great. How do you do that? How do how does, I do how, it, or how does one do that it? How does one how does, do that? The, how do you, how do you make a political project
0: out of sacrifice? Mm-hmm. Like if, that's, a, that's an anti-political project, is it not? like Is that not the difficulty? Like. This is all right for me or for you, but how do you get everyone together in, the, in a political cause to do
1: that? Yes. <laughs>
0: do you-
1: <laughs> that's the last time he's going to ask you yes, and Phil. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I take that back, everybody. Phil's not there to talk. Um, that, but, but, yeah. Because I agree with what you're
0: saying, yeah. but I don't understand how it works in a political way, because it essentially puts us back into our space and you work out our relationship to the, the cosmos, or whatever. Mm. But how you make a political project with all these people who are committed to their enjoyment of not getting. Yes. That's a really difficult political project. It's very difficult, so but, but should I, maybe, yeah. should maybe re- restate, the oh, restate, the restate the question. Oh, restate the question, sorry. sorry. OK, it says, Pete, why are you so great and have so many <laughs> amazing <laughs> insights? I'm truly baffled <laughs> by your brilliance. <laughs> Can you speak some more? So anyway, no, and, yeah, <laughs> <You're> yeah. <okay. laughs> yeah you know, so yeah, Phil and I are very much, I think, all like on the same page. And Phil's just going like, what does this look like politically? What is, oh, how does one, I think if I'm putting words in your mind, but how do you create a movement that kind of enacts this? What does this look like? Can I say a couple of things on that? Right. So one is, Hegel is very good on this and saying like, philosophy never gives you an answer. All philosophy does is raise up the contradictions that exist in the present. But the idea is if you raise up the contradictions that exist in the present, eventually it becomes so unstable and intense that it blows up into something new. Just like if you get a couple who uh, are having trouble, they're, they're having affairs, doing all of this, they don't talk about it and it all manifests in their kid being anorexic or in too much work or all of these things. Then they go to a therapist then they have to bring all of the antagonism up to the surface. And the analyst doesn't say what their relationship's going to look like. All that's going to happen is it's not going to look the same. It's either going to, they're going to break up or they're going to have a break up with the type of relationship they have and have a new type of relationship. Now, I know you know this, but my thing is, one is is that's the, that's the Hegelian project then, is simply you raise the contradiction of the present moment to its intensity. That's the political project. Hence, you shouldn't have too much of a Notion. However, them saying that I want to go. I want to imagine a society where people sacrifice in meaningful ways so they connect with what they create. They connect with the means of production. <laughs> they they and they sacrifice, but they are invested. Just like in my work, I'm in. I love. That's why I'm in my happy place. I'm working, but it's so awesome, <laughs> and it's awesome because it's it's part of my essence. It's part of who I am, and I, I and that any project that helps people. Not be alienated from what they make, what they produce, what they sacrifice for, and get the good of it, like a cooperative. What do you think of that? Well,
1: yeah, I, hmm. I think also you you have to. I um, mean, it's probably a naive thing to say, but you have to start somewhere. And the the tendency sometimes is to try and work out the the bigger question, but I think sometimes you just have to. Uh, feel very strongly that this is the way life needs to be for you and those around you and work there. And what comes from that is it's unpredictable, but that's the chaosmos. Yes. But if you don't if you don't enact another way of of living, you know, yes, movements, and on that, movements won't come yeah. anyway. And so on, I on think, that. I think there's that 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 weird fine line is like you kind of have to preempt that question and just go but this is the way no matter what comes from it this is the way we have to live. I don't so think Phil's going to like this but okay. I think I can
0: make this into something he likes. Oh, do you God. like Do you want to hear what I think don't of me. it? I don't like it. Uh, no yeah. no <laughs> I knew you didn't yeah, but no, I to no. it. can see it on your face yeah.
1: but I wasn't going to stop. Yeah
0: but I want to <laughs> see if I can connect these two things yeah. right because what if and I think, I think you might like this that the point of church is to create a collective of people who are freed from the pursuit of happiness. So it's the collective of the contradiction. And actually, that's a, that is a political act that if we can get hundreds of people in various locations in thousands and tens of thousands of places, kind of like engaging in a liturgy in which they are freed from the frenetic pursuit of the invisible hand of capitalism, that is a, a political act. And that's kind of what power of theology is, is to try to inject this notion into the already existing church.
1: Yeah. yeah. All I'm going to say is, that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> so how the fuck, what, what, I didn't mention Hegel, so mm-hmm. my idea just gets trashed. What's think, yeah, the problem? The answer is that this yep. becomes very theoretical <laughs> exercise, and politics involves, for me especially
0: as
1: a leftist, the working. Mm -hmm. so it's easy for us who can put on events
0: or whatever but somebody who's a cleaner or somebody who's a bricklayer or whatever doesn't doesn't get to do this with their work so the question is how this relates to them and how they relate that then to a political drive or political system or political 100% 100%. 100% hundred and Phil was just saying about the work basically what does this look like for cleaners for people who are bricklayers for people who are working in mcdonald's what does it look like for them sorry i don't know if you can can, he can can he be heard you yes. he can't hear him okay yeah, no, no no that's what i, I was saying interesting. Really interesting because it's saying that for those pe- for, for those people as much as for anybody else as, as for somebody who's running a festival for example that the the commitment to enjoyment, or the commitment to being able to abandon one's commitment to happiness in that kind of way, yeah. is crucial yes. for everyone. Yes. it like, as, as an independent subject. So, I think that's really bold.
1: Hmm. Well, yeah, thank you. I mean, I, 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 I'm 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 with you. I, I think I think it only works if it works in the in that situation. Mm-hmm. If it's just some middle class affluent thing that's theory, then there, there's. Mm-hmm. There's really no, no point in, in getting there. But that, what I was trying to say is you have to start in the world that you live in with the people that you know mm-hmm. acting out this particular way uh, uh, of being. What that looks like, you can't predict is what I was trying to say. You don't know where that will go, but you can't afford to sacrifice the commitment to making that happen. Yeah. And can I say here's the thing? So Freud, supposedly, he didn't really say this, but
0: it's reputed to say the only people who psychoanal- psychoanalysis doesn't work on are the Irish, right? Which is a great <laughs> phrase. It's <That's> a great <laughs> phrase. Um, now, and the reason why I think that 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 term, which I don't think he ever said, but it's, it's still around, yeah. is actually because I think there's a truth in it, and I think there's a truth in it in that when you look at the art that comes out of Ireland. There is an enjoyment of suffering. <laughs> there is enjoyment of the dark. There is a chaosmosis. And actually, if psychoanalysis, and I mentioned this in my talk, but I didn't go into it, is if psychoanalysis is a technology designed to alphabeticize yeah. the death of God, then, and if Ireland at its best is a place where we're quite happy to. Be freed from the frenetic pursuit of some wholeness and completeness, yeah. and enjoy a bit of the darkness and difficult. By the way, this is why I love Belfast. It's why I love it so mm-hmm. much is if you're really loaded here. I live in LA. I used sure. to live in LA. If you're really loaded in LA, there's no end to what you can buy. There's no end to it. You can buy eighty million dollar house. Mm-hmm. You buy $100 a hundred million dollar house. You can buy jets. If you're loaded in Belfast, I knew somebody like somebody's really loaded in Belfast says this place is shit. There's nothing to spend your money on. He <laughs> bought the nicest house he could possibly buy, he built it from scratch. I think it cost him two hundred thousand or something. <laughs> like, How do you spend money here? And I'm like, you know, but there's something maybe maybe psychoanalysis doesn't work for the Irish in the ideal because we well, we we aren't so caught up in the denial of the death of God.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that. There are aspects of that in, in actually a lot of different cultures, particularly in arts environments. You know, so in Portugal or Brazil, there's sardaj, you know, which is the kind of mournful. It's music that celebrates the underbelly, uh, the sadness of life. I mean, it, it does exist. Oh in yes, culture. it's, it's We culture. just don't. I'm just being very proud of Ireland yeah, 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 <laughs> The English don't have it at all. Yeah. No, no, I love the English. Yeah. Um, but, 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 it, I think it's latent. I think it's there. Yes, it's just not prized. Yeah, it's not nurtured, yeah. and it's not. Um, it's like kindness. Yeah. You know, we, we we think that kindness is this kind of weak virtue. Yeah, and we don't realize that a kind society could be yeah. the most transformative environment possible. Yes, because kind of, we go, ah, yeah. oh, kindness—that's just for you know. Oh, but this is why.
0: Like, this is why I do work here. Like, yeah. we. This is I this is a pile of us just getting together. I always want to try, like Adam said earlier, I want to make a professional thing. And I was like, it's just chaos. It's fun. We're just going to get around. We'll drink pints. We'll set it up. Go like, That's it. That's the answer. Like, I want this to be an element of going like, This is just chaos and craziness and you're listening from all over the world and we're sitting in this pub and with various people and like iPhones, like pile of iPhones looking at us and we're not looking for the perfect event
1: or the perfect thing. Well, if we're looking at uh, chaos, once it's order and disorder. Yes. And you have to have dirt and clean. It's Um, all connected. You have to have Adam.
0: Yes, (laughs) uh, Adam is the chaos to the (laughs) cosmos. Bring the dirt. dirt. Bring the dirt. (laughs)
1: Very good.